This week, we return home to show our respect for a fallen king and share our thoughts on Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. I'm Chad. I'm Matt. Please enjoy the 81st episode of We Used to Talk About This at Work. All right, so this is um, a very special episode. We're just going to talk about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We're actually recording this episode Friday, November 11th. Um, so we've never both seen a movie and then put an episode out the same day it came out because we're recording this and this is going to be posted like an hour or two after we record it. So we're going, we, this is a very different kind of episode. Please don't fuck up, Matt. I'm not trying to edit anything. Fuck yeah, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is a little different. So we're not doing trivia or anything, but I um, broke this down, the conversation down to like a couple bullet points so we can kind of stay on some sort of track. So first question, what was the movie experience like? Like not the movie, but like the theater experience, I should say. Like, did you get snacks? Like what was the seat situation? Like what's up? Yeah, so I, uh, of course they had... um options to go on base to see this movie and you guys all know my um experience and my preference of i did not want to do that so and with base you can you know just like the states you can order your tickets online and i was like i do not want to go to base to see this movie so it was like a jeopardy thing to where the uh, movie theater out in town you can't order it online. You just have to go there. So once they posted the dates and the time, I was like, all right, this is the time I want to see it. I just got to get there and hope it ain't going to be packed. I got to get there enough time to do everything. And they got a so got seating. There. They got a science seating, right? You just have to do no. it there. Oh, no. No, no assigned seating. It's just like, you know, <laughs> old school movie theater, get your tickets, and then you go where you go. This so is we got old, our tickets. This is in town? Yeah, out in town. Yeah. Okay. You know, we, we, we're not a big city like uh, Tokyo or nothing. Well, no, it's just like that was one of the things you complained about, about the theater on base. And so... Well, not not, not the science seating part. It's you, you, everything you, else. You, made, you made mention of that. Right. But, I, I mean, the science seating part is not really a big deal. It's everything else. But when I went there, uh, no, so it wasn't a science seating, but the thing that caught me off guard because we went at a noon show Friday. Mm-hmm. It is funny because as we after we got our tickets, uh, you know, we were in line getting food and things. We seen like an old Japanese couple, 60, 70 year old. I'm like, oh, maybe they're about to see another movie or whatever. Then we seen like an older another couple. Basically, all these motherfuckers, I they was they were trying to see Black Panther too, too. So, cross uh, generations and everything else like that. They was they was here for it. Um. Yeah. So I went. Um. What was it? The Esquire in St. Louis. Um. I went with friends of the show, Bree and Joe. 
and also Bree's boyfriend came out too. And um, the theater was packed. Like it was just a packed house, wall to wall, very diverse. Um, concession stands was ridiculous. Um, the you know um, my cousin Bree, she got she got a drink, and she was gone for like twenty minutes because like she's like the bar is just ridiculous. Um, I was very surprised at how many white people came out. Um, I feel like it was almost as many white people in that theater as black people. So that was surprising. Um, I didn't like that people brought their little kids. Like I get it. You know, you want your kids to see the movie and stuff, but like this was, we went to a 7 PM showing, so it's not late, but by the time we got out, it was like 10 something. And so it's like, these are like little kids, like not much older than my daughter. My daughter's two. You know, nah, keep keep your kids at home. Right, right. It's like I was really pumped up to see this movie, but there's no way in hell I'd be like, well, I'll buy an extra ticket and just bring my daughter. And like, nah, man, like I would just wait until like I could figure something out. Um, but as far as as far as oh, sorry, but then you brought up as far as capacity, it was only like say there's a hundred seats in there, it was only. 50 it wasn't packed at all mm. it was a good mixture of uh i met a couple people that i know from work so like uh probably about 20 to 30 percent of your u.s the rest were japanese people who was coming to see this movie at noon on friday right okay okay um yeah i get snacks and you, know, you say you got snacks so just standard popcorn shit or are you over here getting your french fries uh i got uh popcorn my son got my wife got potato chips um, it's kind of loud for a movie theater yeah but yeah they, but they sell it though it's like regular it's regular like lace potato chips in the bag mm-hmm. um then my son got a hot dog and like a little like bun with like meat inside type of thing i don't know what you mm-hmm. want to call it mm-hmm. but he got something like, like that in loaded hot dog or something yeah, he get kind of like loaded, uh, loaded nachos, I guess. Well, it's like kind of like a soft bun around it and meat inside. I don't know what you want to call it. Mm. He got that and a hot dog. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it is what it is. Mm. Um. So speaking of the audience, like, what was your like during the movie? Did you have a good audience or did you have a quiet audience? I had a quiet audience until certain points towards the end to where there was laughter. Um, I didn't notice this at the beginning, but my wife later on told me that she noticed um, uh, sniffles at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, But towards the end, like towards the end, there was more laughter and and a couple guys were lap guy jeans, foreigners, we're like laughing out loud and um, more animated than uh, towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But besides that, it was mainly quiet throughout the whole thing. I had a pretty good, um, I guess, reactive is a word uh, audience. Like I didn't hear any crying, but um, there, you know, people laugh when you're supposed to laugh, you know, the shock when you're supposed to have shock. 
And um, just to lightly touch on it, like when we got to the after credit scene, my audience lost it. Like they were like, what the fuck? Like audible. Like, my pe- audience was like, okay. They, yes. they, they did. Also, you know, Japan quiet, but they were like, ah, yes. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was it. Okay. But I get it now. That's a thing. He has whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for that information. Uh, moving on. Right. <laughs> All right. So before you saw this movie, what were your thoughts and hopes and wishes? Like going into the movie, what what were you hoping to see? Or like what what were your what did you think you were going to see? Um I thought I was going to see a continuation of Black Panther. Uh, my expectation were to see what they were going to do after Chadwick Boseman's death to see if they were going to, um, how they were going to proceed without that. How would they address that in a movie? How would they go forward? Are they going to announce that T'Challa died? Or are they going to make up excuse? Like, oh, see, see, know, how, see, see how they would handle his passing. Right, to see like, you know, He's out at work and over there, and then we're gonna move forward to see how they were going to proceed and I'll proceed in this movie, but also proceed going forward since they know he will not be there in the future to carry the character. Mm-hmm. So it was all about that. Um well, I kind of expected the movie to open with the funeral, but um for me, I expected that you know going to this movie i was just going to be like a ball of tears like from all the things that i've heard about the movie before seeing it they were like you know it's very emotional you know you feel the weight of everything and so i was like i i i i i grabbed some extra some extra napkins uh when i went was walking into the theater because i'm like oh brother about to be crying his eyes out up in this thing so i was expecting to cry uh, I was expecting like probably to experience like one of the best movies I've seen this year. Um, just like just from all, like all the little early impressions and stuff, you know. Um, I was expecting to like just have my socks blown off. Um, there were some rumors about some after credit scenes that um, I guess this is a spoiler. But maybe not, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not, we're not saying, we're not talking spoilers yet. There were some rumors that Dr. Doom was going to be in the after credit scene. And so I was like, man, we're about to kick this shit up a notch. So I, I was just ready for like it all. I was ready to cry. I was ready to be like, have my mind blown by this movie. I was ready for like some incredible revelations for the future of the MCU. I was, I was just, I was ready. I was just like, Mm -hmm. I'm here. Take me, movie. Also, one quick thing I want to add to the audience thing. I was hoping that um, we would have people dressed up because, like, when I saw Black Panther, the first Black Panther on opening night, like, people was in their dashikis and, like, it was just like performative. Not a single person was dressed up in my screening. And the only person I saw dressed up was when we were walking out of the theater for the 10 p.m. show and there was a woman like all white kind of like how they the women are dressed in the funeral scene she mm-hmm. was dressed like that 
That's all I got. So I was a little disappointed. Yeah, yeah nobody dressed up where I was at. But all right. Um, so like I said, this is a different kind of episode. Non spoilers. Your thoughts on the movie. And so I guess let me let me let me take the charge on this. So non spoilers, what is this movie about? Um, so this movie tackles the ramifications on King T'Challa passing away. And so because you know they've lost their leader, their king as well as their protector, um other parties are trying to take vibranium from Wakanda and due to um due to a new character creating something new like a new tech like a new piece of technology it sadly low-key starts a war with wakanda um between wakanda and a few other parties and so wakanda's just getting it from every end and they're just trying to stay um i'm really trying to not say like stay afloat but they're they're trying to um not like basically be taken over and so like wakanda's just being attacked from every which way because you know other other uh other groups see them as weak um so non-spoiler thoughts um i'm gonna be very honest i like this movie but i didn't love this movie um like I'm watching the movie, like I like sometimes you know when you watch something and you're like, I didn't like this, but I didn't like this because I was in a bad mood. So like there was like I transferred my mood into my enjoyment of this movie. But like going into this movie, I was in a good mood, high spirits, I was feeling good. But it's just like something about it just wasn't clicking for me. Like this is competent, the story is good, this the acting is incredible. Like Angela Bassett is acting her fucking ass off. Like we we Angela Bassett didn't have to act this hard in a fucking Marvel movie, in my no. opinion. Uh she she did the damn thing. But um I don't know, it's just something about it that was off. Like, um we're introduced was it was it was it how long it was? Um, we could talk about that in spoilers, but I mean, I didn't really like the the length. Like people were talking about this movie is like almost three hours long, and I was like, oh, okay, bad. We're about the you know this is about to be an epic, but like there were clearly some parts that we did not need in this movie, and so it's like, mm, why, why, but also why, right? Um. Honestly, there were some characters we didn't need. Like, I'll say this. Martin Freeman's uh, Everett Ross is back. And I understand, like, for the overall MCU storyline stuff, why his character had to be in this movie for some things that they kind of peppered. But honestly, you could have cut every single scene that he was in, and the movie still would have made sense. Also, with... All right, this is the not spoiler one. So, but also his counterpart in that movie, yeah, right, is is the same thing. But like you said, I get it. They're trying to lay groundwork for future stuff, but they're 
involvement in this movie did not need to be there. Honestly, their involvement, they could have made it to be a end credit scene or something like that or Ooh, something that like would that have been that would have been dope. That would have been much better. Right. Um, but uh yeah, so like um, you know, it's all over the promotions. Um, we get the introduction introduction of Prince Namor. Um where he he's not Namor anymore, he's Namor. And um he was a good he, the man's a really good actor. Like I was with him like 90% of the way. Like he is not a killmonger. Like killmonger, like he laid out his plan and his reasoning. And I'm like, this is extreme as fuck, but I get it. And I'm like, I'm not I'm not, I'm not against this this plan, killmonger. I mean, this this is like on the radical end of it. But it makes sense. And wow. it's like, it feels like they tried to repeat that to a point with Namor. And it's like, I get what you're saying until you try and make this a global issue. I agree. I I like what you said. They, yeah. they get a yeah. point to where Namor and his people you're like, I I agree what he's doing. I support that. Um, Wakanda and their people, you're like, I agree. I support that. So then you have two sides. But then towards the end, Namor, when he was like, all right, I want to do this. And you're like, all right, man, you're going too far. Right. He's on your side here. You jumped the shark now. <laughs> uh, look at you, water pun. Yes. <laughs> but all right non-spoilers overall what were your thoughts all right man all right now let's get down to the non-spoilers oh uh, shit okay non-spoilers it was enjoy. it was an enjoyable movie it was like you said if i was rating this on some stars and five was the best i'd give it a four. Oh, you're it, kinder uh, than me i give I, I gave this a three on letterboxd because it was good, but it was like it linked the it, it lacked some of the new character development, mm-hmm. but it leaned a lot on uh previous character development, if that makes sense. It I'm trying to do this without spoilers. So it uh new characters was introduced where they did not flush out these characters background and stories and things like that. I mean and you can you for, can say you can say they just threw Riri Williams on us. You can say that. Well see, I don't know how much spoilers I gotta put in here, but yeah. So like like really she's a she's a main plot of the story, but then she's also an afterthought in the in later yeah. on in the thing. But then, like, there, there, it's, it's like, this is a love letter to Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. to where I get that, but that shouldn't be the main movie theme. It should not be a love letter to Chadwick Boseman. Right, right. No, I agree. Like, yes, the theme of the movie is loss, and like how the people of this nation have felt this loss and how it's affecting them. And as a whole, because this man is not here, 
all this bad shit's gonna happen. I get that, hundred percent with it, but it feels disrespectful to say this, and I felt disrespectful thinking this. But every five fucking minutes, people over here crying over chat. Oh, sorry, not chat with Bolson. People crying over T'Challa, and it's like, um, why are we still doing this? I get, and I mean, I know why we're still doing this, but like, why are we still doing this? Right, taking, taking is it's like take real world out of it, take Chadwick Boseman out of it, mm-hmm. and basing this solely off T'Challa dying, they went overboard with the whole death of T'Challa and everything else like that. It would have, like, I I get it, Chadwick Boseman side, but as yeah. a movie. They they leaned hard. On they the kept Chichella coming. Diet. They kept coming back around it. Like right. and that's they, what it's like I get. Yeah. I get the beginning. They did everything they need to do X, Y, and Z. I even understand the stuff when um later on. But it was like you kept going. You kept beating a dead horse. Where it's yes. like, all right, yes. As a movie itself, you have to do better and get. Yeah, the, you can't. You can't. You can't going. do that as a movie. Oh, right. uh, you can, but not this kind of movie, right? Right. If, if this is like some indie drama about like a nation that lost their king, like take the superpower shit out, okay? Right. But we we can't keep doing this in the movie, and it's like I understand everybody want to have say their piece, everybody wants to get their tears out and stuff, but it's like this is lit at a certain point. This is slowing the movie down. Exactly. Yeah. But all right, um, let's hop to spoilers. Let's get those notes out. Um, Spoilers. Spoilers. What is this movie about, Matt? Like, Spoilers is Wakanda has to deal with the aftermath of Chachala dying. And with without their Black Panther protector, you have countries going to get that uh vibranium um and with that happens they discover um technology is created to detect vibranium and they found it in the ocean which they discovered well not they discovered but another i was gonna say village but another another country kingdom yeah another kingdom has vibranium underwater and that kingdom is that kingdom team asked Wakanda to team with them to take over the surface world. <laughs> and, th- right. and things are sure. Yes. <laughs> right. So like it, it, it started off pretty well. Like, um, like when they was like, all right, it, it opens with like Sherry pr- uh, praying to bass, which, I never really thought about it like from what we saw in the first movie that she isn't religious. Like I mm-hmm. like I like that in this movie they're like she's like an atheist or whatever. Well, I guess agnostic. But it felt kind of like out of nowhere to bring that right, element did. of her character in, which I'm sure it was there in the first one, but just not very pronounced. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like very like right from the beginning, they're like 
the king is sick and we're doing everything we can to like try and heal him and i'm like oh okay we're going right into it like i genuinely thought the movie's just going to open with the funeral mm-hmm. but like i like that and then when angela bassett was all like she came in she didn't even say he was i think maybe she did say he died i don't remember but like i felt a little something i'm like oh let me let me eat a little popcorn because like i wasn't expecting to cry like not even 60 seconds into this movie i was feeling stuff and then like the marvel logo was all chad with both so i'm like boy if y'all don't stop if y'all right, don't now, fucking stop all right now we now we about to get to the nitty-gritty let me pull this out right here all right i cry so much in this fucking movie I cried so much to this fucking movie. And I realized a lot of it didn't really have to do with the movie. Towards later on, we'll get to that part where it did. But it was just, I realized that I have a lot of unresolved issues with my grandmother and my father recently passing. Mm-hmm. That like all the death and everything. And then like it was just hitting me. Like you said, like even the small stuff of when they do the, the intro it, the Marvel intro and everything is Chadwick Boseman and it's silent. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. the yeah. little small stuff is just yeah. like, I, I'm in my, hold it together, hold it together. But it was just like every small thing. And then like Shiri trying to hold it together. And then Angela Bassett doing it. Like every single thing is like. Yeah. And then, and then especially like, I, like it was a little bit funny, but also it felt a little sad. Like when the Dora Milaje were holding the casket, and they were walking, but you still had to stay in beat, and they was crying and right. shit. But you still got <laughs> you still got stay in beat. I'm like that. Mm, that's funny, but also that's really sad. But one thing I did like, I like them wearing white instead of the black. I, mm. I like the the difference is, uh, I, I like that. Chad, if I die, I'm uh, make sure I have white at my funeral, right? Yeah, it's not. It's, it's on this, record. This is this is a celebration, right? Right. Um, and also, yeah. So like, I didn't know anything about like these tribute. Like, I don't read nothing about this movie or whatever like that. So like, I knew they were going to dress it, I, but like, I was not ready half for how emotional I was throughout this movie. Like, really, I probably need a need to watch it another time where I'm not going to be in my feelings and everything else like that. But it was just like all of this stuff, like even like my wife teared up throughout some of the stuff. It was, I get it. Cause like one thing I thought about was uh the fast and the furious movie when uh, Paul Walker died, mm-hmm. the movie was not sad until the very end where they did the whole thing where they drove away and they played the Wiz Khalifa song. Also Rihanna's new song is not, is not that Wiz Khalifa song where it gets you in your feels Then the new one that they have for uh, this movie. Yeah. Um, I, I, I avoided listening to it into the movie and while it didn't get me in my feels, it's a good song, mm-hmm. but uh, I understand the memes when they was like, man, we was ready for uh, uh what was that? What's that one song uh that she has? Like that that um, it was like one of her early ones. Like anyway, they was ready to be like dancing and shit. And they's like, what what is this? Like, oh, what what is the sad stuff? <laughs> but uh, it was 
emotionally it was it was it was because it's it's so hard to go in and out emotionally to a movie uh, like, you, you mean did, like the roller coaster of this shit like it opens with right. the sadness and then like we get action scene and then it's like all right so let's talk about uh t'challa on the beach and it's like uh, okay right and that's exactly what it is and, where it's like yeah it's like yeah Emotional scene at first, okay, yes, let's get this shit out the way. So then they start doing action. We're like, okay, and then they come back to it. And then Shuri is find her emotions. And then me personally, I'm like, yeah, hide that shit, whatever, whatever. And then like more emotions and then storyline, storyline, action, emotions. And it's just start, stop. Like, it's a it's a literal roller coaster. Start, stop, start, stop. Everybody, literally, every, all the principal characters from the first movie had to get their chance to mourn T'Challa, but they spread it out over almost three hours instead of putting it all together. Right, and that's where it was. It was like this up and down thing where it's like, I'm trying to enjoy this movie, but they trying to make me cry four or five times in this movie. I'm like, y'all need to relax, all right? Y'all supposed to get one at the beginning, one at the end, maybe, and that's it. But I was wondering, I mean, I want to assume that all that shit was real. Like when yeah, they, they all when they were talking about T'Challa, they the actors and actresses was thinking about Chadwick, and that was some real tears, especially at the end when Sherry was sitting on the beach and the tears and everything. Like all that shit gotta be real. So, like you said, like it wasn't just um, you know her name. Uh, what's Sherry's real name? Uh, Latisha, Le- 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 right? She was acting her ass off too. I enjoyed. Like, I mean, honestly, none of them were acting. No, no, right. You said like <laughs> they they was basing this off real feelings. Right. R- right. Right. So yeah, so that emotional beat. Yeah, I agree. Like I don't know. Like it's just at that point, I was like, I I understand. Like once more, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I understand why they were doing it, but like after a while, I start to get mad that like we are this far into the movie and we're at that part where Okoye is talking to Nakia and Wakanda and they're crying and shit about T'Challa. And I'm like, we like at the 95 minute mark of this movie and y'all still talk about this shit. Like bad shit's about to fucking happen. And we still talking about this. Right. Okay. Okay, movie. Okay. Right. Okay. So okay. I guess we're in the spoiler part. So basically, uh, let me see if I can break this down as simple as possible. Um, the other governments are trying to get the vibranium from Wakanda. They find uh, Riri creates a machine that detects vibranium. They use this vib- They use this machine. They, they detect vibranium at the bottom of the ocean. Name uh, Namar and his people. And his people. His, and his people, you know, attack them. Namar, I, Namar. I, I really like that they have that siren call. They're just like, people like, oh, okay, cool. Let me jump into the water. I'm like, I really like that. Did you ever but, watch, um, not Black Mirror, what's the other one? Um, <laughs> Twilight Zone? Robots. 
No, it was on Netflix. Um, robots uh, I, and... I saw the, I saw the first season, Robots and Love and Robots. Okay, Love and Robots. The latest season, the very last episode. I do not know the name of it, but it is a woman, and she sings and she brings them into the ocean. It gave me that vibes. So uh, she what was, it was. She, she was a siren. He basically, she had all this jury on, and but there was this one warrior who was deaf. He couldn't hear her, and things are sure, like things happened throughout the episode. But basically, she was singing, and all the all the uh, warriors would come to it. Yeah. So the show is called Love, Death, and Robots, and that episode is called Jabaro. A deaf knight and a siren of myth become entwined in a deadly dance, a fatal attraction infused with blood, death, and treasure. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so like that was really interesting. And um, you know, I haven't seen that act the, the actress that was a scientist. That's her name's Lake Bell. I haven't seen her in anything in a nice minute. And I was super surprised that they killed her white ass. I was like, oh, oh, oh okay. Okay. No, I was I was happy about that. No, I'm not saying I wasn't happy. I was like, I was surprised that they killed that actress. Well, she was like, oh, that's the Wakandas. And I was like, ah, this bitch. (laughs) No, but no, on the radio, she said it wasn't them. I mean, I mean, later on she did, but at first when she was like, oh, it's the Wakandas, I was like, it wasn't them. But then she let them know that it really wasn't. But but they one thing I the government didn't care. One thing I did enjoy about it, about how like, you know, Wakanda forever. I like Black people, Wakanda forever. Uh, Namar and his things, I don't know if it's like Aztec or mm-hmm. Hispanic or whatever it is, but it's like, it gave me a vibe to where like, if you were part of that culture, then you can be like, as Black people say, Wakanda forever, you can be like uh, the hand gesture that yeah. they use. I really like that they had their own version. And also, like, I right. think this is representative of the sun. Oh, okay, it gave because me kind he because like he, a, a, dra- he get, a Dragon Ball Z type of thing. Well, I only say that because like when they went to his land, like he was like, "I brought the sun to the depths of the ocean." Mm-hmm. So I was thinking so, yeah, maybe that's what right. that is, but I don't but, know. But like, but no, I, I like that to where like it's bringing in where black people came from black uh, for Black Panther, their culture, mm-hmm. and they're bringing more culture in. Like even with Namar and this stuff, like he was like. We want to keep our stuff a secret, our keep our city a secret, just like Wakanda is and XYZ. And I like how it played out to where both sides in their in the people's view, like for example, Wakanda was like, Oh no, we was only rescuing our princess. That's why we did what we did. We're still good. Namar and his people were like, they attacked our people and killed them. So now we can go attack them. So where it was all good on both sides. Um uh, and also I I I like this character. Mm-hmm. I like his character in general. And I like the backstory they told about like how he got it and everything else like that. To where when they were doing it, I'm like, ah oh, man, I hope he doesn't die. I like him to be continue on and yeah. to see ma- what he's yeah. Yeah, see what he was about. What do you think about his character, Namar's character? Aside from like him like taking it a little too far, I really did like him. Like, you know, he came 
like I said, he came. It started off very reasonable and his points made sense where he was like, look, man, like. I, I don't have any problem killing people. I understand you do, Shuri, but like we have to kill this scientist. It's not like, a oh, she can she can like stay under your care. Like, no, fuck that. She knows too much. We have to kill her for the safety of my people. You understand this, right? And it's like uh-huh. you you making a good point. I mean, I don't want I don't want Riri to die, but you're making good points, sir. Until right. you weren't. So I liked him. He's great. He's a, he was acting very well. Um, for the most part, I understood where he was coming from. Uh, I want to talk about Riri because we kind of touched on this in non spoilers. Right, that's what I was gonna bring up. That's what I want to bring up. So I thought she was funny. Like she did well as the comic relief, but I feel like we should have gotten her TV show first and then she should have appeared in the movie as opposed to her appearing in this movie and then getting a TV show. Oh, so she's about to get a TV show now. Yeah. Uh, do you know who Anthony Ramos is? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, but yeah, she's getting her own TV show. I don't know how many episodes, but um, she's going to get herself another, she's going to build herself another Ironheart suit. Um, I don't know. Like I feel like we already have one super smart person in Shuri. And so like, I feel like they were trying to differentiate her from Riri by making Riri also funny, which, okay. But I don't know. Like I, I need to know you a little bit better. Like you made a whole Iron Man suit. Like you make you, she made an arc reactor. Like what's happening here? What is going on here? Like we got we got from this girl is real smart to she's got an Iron Man suit from like zero to 100. I'm like, I needed a few more things in the middle here. I I agree. I. I didn't like her at the beginning. Um, It just seemed like silly comedy to where she knew who Siri was right. Mm-hmm. She knew who. um What's the general's name? Okoye. Um, she knew who she was, but then she's trying to throw like fans and stuff at her, and like, right? I, I, like, and it also, it didn't make sense to me. It was like, all right, you know who she is, you know what she's about, you know what they are about, you know what they could do, but you're about to throw fans at them, and you're trying to talk all brawl to them. Like, I didn't get that part. And she was trying to ditch because, like, when uh, when uh, Sherry's like, "Hey, man, like, you got to come with me." they coming and, and uh Riri's like okay let me go to the bathroom like obviously you're gonna jump out the window and run right. away but it's like why it'd be different i i would get it if ok okoye went in there instead of shuri and mm-hmm. she's like i'm scared as fuck because i think this woman's going to kill me but like shuri's like hey man smart person the smart person you overstepped and we gots to go i'd be like Let's fucking go. I don't even need and a plus, bag. Let's go. And, pl- and plus, at the beginning or during that time, she's like, "Oh wait, is this the Wakanda Prince program?" To where she was like, if she would have been like, "Yeah, let's go," made it seem like she would have went then. But then once she explained the situations, now I don't want to go. Right. And then the whole thing about we'll have a class <laughs> later on. What? Right. They come in for you, girl. They come in for you. And then also, right. it's like, why did you need to go to the lab to get your laptop? You're just leaving your fucking laptop. 
Like, why wouldn't you have your laptop on you at all times? Yeah, right, exactly. And then, like, you making this much money helping people with their homework that you got all this technology. Like, I saw those Apple computers and stuff. You know, she probably oh, has the she, good ones. That's like three, four thousand dollars. Because what did she say that she charged that one guy what ten thousand dollars? No, she said she said his home it, the price was eight hundred, but then he oh, had to okay. give her interest. Right, so probably a thousand dollars or whatever right. like that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just. But no, I agree. I agree know. with you. They should have done a TV show first to give a more background of how she. Not even because she's just smart, but like how she was able to do her stuff through garage sale items type of stuff. How was she able to create the suit and stuff? Yeah. Right. And also, I didn't like the look of her final, I guess her her Ironheart version 2 suit. It looked very anime. I didn't didn't like it either. I thought it was going to be look more like an Iron Man suit with like a heart or something right here. But But also, why, why a heart? Like, I'm sure it's explained more in the comics, but like in this movie, why the fuck was it a heart? Like, you're not explaining enough things to me here for me to be on board with her. Right. They link. That's the time they should have took out some of that uh, T'Challa crying stuff and devoted more time to this. Do you delete every single scene with Ross? Because like the only interesting thing that came from that was that he used to be married to Elaine. And it's like Elaine didn't even do shit. I thought she was going to like have her um have the uh, what do you call them i thought she was gonna have some of her thunderbolts escorting him to jail or something right because really you could have sacrificed her for anybody anybody in charge and it would play the same role except for the little thing like they they used to be buried but but that meant that right, meant nothing. nothing that's just nothing, interesting right. yeah right 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 um yeah let me see let me unlook my little notes um yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much all my little notes. Like, I'm getting real tired of, and this is like not a, this is like a movies today thing in general. I am so fucking tired of people's suits just like vaporizing around them. Like, you know, when uh, Shuri came through in her Black Panther suit, and then the helmet disappeared. Like, can we please go back to like, I can take this helmet off. Like, do you remember, like, in the first Iron Man, uh, the first Avengers movie, when Tony Stark is walking around holding his helmet? Uh-huh. Like, or even at the in fucking Civil War, T'Challa holding his helmet. Like, every fucking superhero movie now, they have nanotechnology where the suit's just melting off them. And like, I hate that. Like, I, I want to see real shit. I'm so tired of people doing like, oh yeah, I got, I'm doing stuff. I'm uh, this is me doing computer stuff. I'm just touching the air, and it's like what, what? Like when um they was uh trying to defend um Wakanda against uh Namor, and like um the queen and queen is yeah, doing shit it. on the window, and Riri <laughs> like, can I help? And can she's I like, help? yeah, <laughs> get on that window over there, girl. I'm like. <laughs> What are you doing? What are, what are we doing? What hey, man, that's a that's that's a Wakanda technology, man. We then how the fuck do we like, know I, how to do that? Because she's smart. Yes, because she's smart. Oh my <laughs> it's goodness. like riding a bike for her. Oh, okay, <laughs> but uh, I I really did like Okoye's art, um, because it's like also yeah yeah. 
Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just like, I really like it because, like, she is, like, one of the best characters in this series. And it's like, she fucked up. She fucked up. And, like, sadly, she got punished for it. And like, I like the callback that Angela Bassett did to where she was like, when Killmonger came and he ousted our family, you stood by him and everything else like that. And I, I like the call back to let them know that this is what you did and everything else like that. Right. It but was, it's, it's but it wasn't even like she was on some treason shit. It's like she was following the law, but she getting punished for following the fucking law. But you but then you get it from Angela Bassett's side that like like she says, I've lost my whole family. And because what did she say that um, you can go see your husband whenever you want to? Right. But no, I'm trying to think, what what did she say that she was like, uh, oh, no, she's like, I gave I gave everything up for I gave everything up for this country. And then she's like, I lost it. And she was like, I lost everything. Haven't I given up everything or something to that effect or whatever? But as she called back to where when I didn't have nothing and Kim Munger took over, you still stood your stuff like that. I like that to where it wasn't about the rules or the thing. She was talking about specifically for Angela Bass and her family. You chose the rules and your position over our family. So I'm choosing my family over you and the rules and everything else like that. Right. I mean, in all fairness, Okoye could have quit on the spot when Killmonger right. took over, but she didn't. Right. Speaking of Killmonger, what did you think about him being in, in uh, Shuri's dream? Did you, wait, they, wait. When, um, what, when, when she went in there, what was your thoughts? Who you thought she was going to see? I mean, I thought she was going to see Killmonger, mostly because it's like the process of elimination, right? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Her mom was dead by that point, wasn't she? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a possibility she could have seen her mom, but I was like, maybe Killmonger, because it's not like you can have Chadwick there. And it's like, see, I was, I was worried that they might oh, do a CGI a C- type of thing. Yeah. So I was like, once it wasn't him, a CGI him, and it was Killmonger, I was relieved. Yeah, and then also I think the actor that played the dad, I think he died in real life. I think. Mm. So I was like. It would make sense if it's Killmonger. Um, it was good to see him, and like it made sense. I mean, she was going down a pretty, a fairly dark path, so I get it. So during this part of the movie, so like my emotions are real high, and I was feeling all her pain, and then I was like, "Yes, fuck them. Let's do this." Follow. He's like, "You want to be noble like your brother? Or you want to be like me?" And I was like, "Yes." be like Killmonger, and then when she went out and uh, she started doing her stuff, I was like, yes, I love this angry, vengeful Shuri. I was like, yes, let's roll this. Let's do this. Right, but I mean, at the end of the day, like, fucking Umbaku was right. It's like, this war is never gonna fucking end, man. It's like, okay, you kill no more. It's hard killing one of those people, you know? He brought up a perfect example. It's like, you're not killing a man for them. You're killing their God. Right. So it's different where you just kill a man, okay, whatever. But you kill their God, they're definitely going to keep coming back. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm glad they put that in there to where, um, to let them know that once they kill him, this is not going to stop. And, right. And also, I liked how they explained at the end when Amar was like, 
when she was like, why did you do this and X, Y, and Z? And he was like, hey, because surface war people are going to come for Wakanda and who they're going to come to. They don't come to us. Now, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. They can be like, they're going to come to us and either we're going to help them or we're going to help crush them. But we'll fit, find that out another day. But right. I like that to where Namar and his people, he still have a standing with them and for future stuff with them. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him going forward. Uh, yeah, they got their asses whipped, uh, Wakanda. Every yeah, time, every fucking time, every, was getting rocked with that water. <laughs> and I'm just like, also, why everybody got a motherfucking Iron Man suit? <laughs> like when she I, gave, I, okay. I thought when she gave him that and she didn't like it, I kept thinking, okay, I know they're gonna wear the suit. I know this, but I'm like, maybe she might be like, oh, well, at least let me change the color of it because at the, like the point where. Um, Shuri is in charge and everything, and then she brings her back, and then she's like, hold on, and I'm like, oh, she's probably gonna be like, can I change the color? But then she was like, how many more do you have of this? I was like, oh, damn. I got two more. I don't know why it's blue. Or one more, or some shit like that. Right, right, right. It should have been been red. Right, that's what I thought she was gonna be like, can I change the color of this? But, yeah. Yeah, also, it's like, I don't know, man, that Ironheart suit was kind of weak if, like, you over her standing cowering with the Wakandas and shit about to get pushed off the boat. Right. It, it's like it's basically an Iron Man suit so you think she could do more with it but she really didn't do a lot with it. But I, maybe right. that's based off because she's new with this or she don't know what we can do but it's kind of like but War Machine had everything when War Machine first I mean, got the Ta- suit, Tony Stark made that though. Right, but I'm saying, but like he was doing everything in a suit. Even right, I'm, I'm, I'm suit. saying it was better because Tony Stark made it. Right, so it was just like I mean, <laughs> did was did has there ever been a movie where Tony Stark went underwater with his suit? That's a good question. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Right, I. I I don't remember so so like when she was going underneath water saving those people. I'm like, I don't remember. I don't remember Iron Man ever going underwater to save people. No, no, I don't think that's been a thing. Yeah, but I agree they should have done the TV show first to establish who she is. Even if you want to go in depth to be like, you know, lead up, like do a TV show leading up into this situation. So when the situation, so when the movie happens, you're like, all right, I know she is. And then blah, blah, blah. Something to let us know besides that she's a scientist and she's an MIT. Yeah, I didn't really like how they just threw out there like, oh, yeah, I made that because my my teacher didn't think I could make it. Like what? (laughs) Right. Okay. Uh, you can't make this. All right, I'll do it. So then it is she made it, but then who used it? Like the government found out. It was like we're going to use it ourselves. So like did a lot teacher, of did teacher give it to him? Yeah. So like a lot of stuff with like schools is like school and government are more intertwined than we like to think about. Just like school and business. Like you hear all these stories about like how these kids, like Facebook and shit, right? That was made in in a college at college. And then it kind of blew up just like right. you do stuff for school 
and maybe a tech company buys it maybe the government bought it it's uh-huh. it's hard to say what what what's going on with these things that the kids are like doing in these colleges right right so you never really know where that leads up but that's another thing like so from what i was hearing about this movie before it came out and we're we're at the 52 minute mark so we're about to get out of here but um what i was hearing before the movie came out was like yes re remade the machine but like the the dig for that vibranium was funded by doom that's that was the rumors before and so like in the after credits is going to be revealed that he he was actually the money man behind it speaking of why was there no end credit because they wanted to be respectful and like just keep this insulated into the black panther sphere and it's not the greater mcu sphere which Part of me thinks that maybe all that raw stuff was added after the fact because it was kind of disconnected, you know? Like, yes, he was talking to Angela Bassett, but, like, he wasn't talking to Angela Bassett. Yeah, because only scene he had with them was the time where Sherry came while he was running. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, that shit could have been filmed, like, six months ago for all we knew. Right. All right, before we get here, we got to talk about the mid-credit scene. Yes. Of, uh, it was announced that T'Challa has a son named T'Challa. How my- original. <laughs> I would never name my son after me. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, who does that, right? Right. Uh, like I said, like when um Nakia was like, oh, actually, roll back one second. I was annoyed with Nakia's storyline of her trying to find Shuri. Because, like, you found this girl in, like, what, two days? Oh, <laughs> how quick she did it? Yeah. Hey, she's a spy. I also like that she, she she was like, yeah, you got it. Uh, what Angel Bassett told her. And she's like, uh, you've infiltrated plenty of countries. And next thing you know, she's in there. I assume it was Spanish. I don't remember what she was like when she was talking to. <laughs> she was in Mexico. But, uh, but like, fun fact, like, uh, Nupita Nyong'o is, like, Mexican. Like she's a she's a person of the world. Like her parents are like diplomats, so like she's lived like all over the world. Okay, but I, I thought it was funny because she had the glasses on and, and like the the flowery thing, and she was like, "Oh, I just blended right on in," and then she's just speaking, and then everything else like that. Yeah, no, that was, that was funny. funny. Also, like I mm, like all these stupid ass shit they had in there. Like her little, I don't even know what that thing was that she was in the water with. I'm just like. Is this in here just because they're trying to sell toys? Like, what the fuck are we doing? Right, because I'm like, they would have just had something that she would have rode in yeah. to get there, but it was kind of like, I got to hold on to it like a barrel, like a wheelbarrow to get there. Right, why wouldn't you just have something I just ride in to get down? It, it was it was a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, after credit scene, like when Nikia was like, this is my son, the audience lost it. It was like, it was just like flipping the fuck out. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> they flip the fuck out. He was like, all right, it's a fake. All right. I you mean, you weren't surprised or nothing? No, because I'm like, this is, this is how you recast T'Challa. Right. And that's how I felt too. I'm like, I wasn't. <gasps> or anything like that. I was like, uh, this is like a 
movie 101 type of thing that they do mm-hmm. and i was just like this okay so now it just adds more to the storyline and stuff like that like i'm not saying that in a good way i'm not saying that in a bad way i'm just saying it's a thing that they do yeah like um we saw it in no time to die superman right. returns <laughs> it's like okay okay so what are you hoping to see going forward? Like, what are you hoping to see in the Black Panther storyline of the MCU and the MCU as a whole now that Namor is like a factor and Riri Williams are, is a is an element in all this shit? I would love to see more of Namor and um, the, his story and everything. Like, he seems like well, a lot of villains, I guess you could see, like, like I just want to see, like, he's not a villain in the sense of his eye, like, his community eye. He's not a villain. I would like to see, I'm pretty sure since, what, 1600-something, he's been alive, see some adventures from his side, X, Y, and Z. I would love to see them throw some stuff out there. Riri, I would love for them to explain more about her because uh, I know vaguely nothing about her. Um, as far as Black Panther, honestly, I have nothing now. Um, they're probably going to do a new Avengers type of thing. I don't know if Shuri's going to do it. I mean, they got the flowers back. Is she going to pass the... Like, I actually have no expectations of this. I, <laughs> Which is could be a good thing because now I have everything happens going to be new, but it's like with Sherry being the Black Panther, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, as far as the MCU is concerned, yeah. Well, it's funny you brought Sherry up because like, I was thinking about this during the movie, but then I stopped thinking about it because like all I can think about is her being an anti-vaxxer. But, Me too, 100%. Uh, that's why I was like, <laughs> that's like the whole time this was going on when they was making the movie and it was all of this, I'm like, surely they're not going to make her the Black Panther. The face of this franchise. Right. And then basically, besides subliminally, not subliminally, but besides T'Challa, she is the face of the movie. Mm -hmm. So it's just like now, so she is the face of Black Panther. So it's just like, I don't know where we go from here. <laughs> and but I I but like when she was taking like that heart-shaped herb that she made, I was like, is this a commentary on like how we don't test the vaccine? Like what is happening <laughs> right now? <laughs> but um yeah, so I I just find it funny like the first Black Panther movie, it showed like a black civilization untouched by colonization and like it's pure black excellence, right? And so this second movie, I feel like it's the bridge between, sadly, Wakanda catching up to the rest of the world. Because, like, it's just downhill from here. Like, people are trying to come and pillage the land. And it's just like, this assault is not going to stop until, like, Wakanda is like no, like every other African nation. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to see that. Right. I want to see them being above everybody else. Right. Where, and actually mentioning it, yeah, because that goes back to what Namara was saying. Everybody's going to come after Wakanda now. And the only people they're going to have turned to is going to be us. And they're going to need us. 
So yeah. like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But um, I, yeah. And the more I like to see him, see more of him. I don't really know if I want to see his own movie, but I would like to see him like pop up in more shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I need some more characterization with Riri, and it's like, I. I'm not going to look it up because I feel I'm going to get frustrated when I see the number. But I feel like Elaine, her name is Elaine. I don't. I'm not calling her Delfonte or whatever the fuck her character's name is. I'm not calling her call Julie. Her Elaine Bennis. Yes, <laughs> but like I know she's pushing sixty. Like stop fucking around, Marvel, and just have her character do shit because it's like. What's the point of of hiring these actors that we like? And by the time we actually get their movie, they're like eighty five years old. You know. All right, if you had to guess, how old you think she is? I really think at this point she's like what sixty two, close sixty one. Right, she's sixty one, and Julia Lewis Dreyfus. And it's like, when is Thunderbolts coming out? Twenty four, twenty five. Like yeah, don't don't look it up. Way. But I'm just like, right. stop teasing these fucking like it's it's one thing if this is like a TV show and it's like by the end of the season their arc's gonna be fulfilled. But it's like we aren't gonna see her really do shit for another two or three years, and I'm I'm getting a tired, very tired of that. Right, right. Because think about it, what is it? Uh, what movie or what what TV show was it? Marvel she was in um she was in Hawkeye I think Hawkeye no well she was Hawkeye in she she said oh no no you're right she, she was in Falcon and Bucky yeah Falcon and Bucky how long ago was that um uh, maybe that was last year because time doesn't okay, mean so anything la- anymore and she's also in Black Widow last year yeah but like her mate like the groundwork was throwing Hawkeye and um uh, yeah the Winter Soldier to where it's like now. Yeah, I get it. You you dropping little hits in, but it's kind of like, all right, come on, y'all, get this shit going. Right. This woman is 61 years old. Stop playing. Right. But yeah, like I said, overall, it's a good movie. I liked it. I gave it three out of five stars, but it's just like, it's just a couple things and it just, that, that was holding it back for me, holding it back from greatness that I feel. Right. And I understand that they had a plan and then with the death, <clears throat> excuse me, they had to change some things. But and I understand you want to pay tribute to Chadwick Bozeman, but I just feel like they lean too heavy on that yeah. to where this is not, in my opinion, unless you are Neymar fan. Do you feel like this is a watchable, a rewatchable movie? I was thinking about that too because, like, um, what well, no to answer your question because right. it was like, yeah. um, we have a group chat with, yeah, yeah, Kevin and Jared. And Kevin was like, Hey, Chad, you know, we should go check this movie out, you know, you know, hang out a little bit. I was like, Yeah, okay, this movie's not gonna be bad. Of course, I want to see this again. And this movie's not bad, but I don't think I want to see this movie again anytime soon, right? Because it's, it's just exactly what you said it's not bad but with the emotional stuff and everything else like that it's like i don't want to do this again right right 
So it's like we can hang out again, Kevin, but um, I don't <laughs> I don't want to see this movie. <laughs> Look, let's go see Black Adam. <laughs> no, I'm good on that, but yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah. So um what are the words we say when we leave? So yeah, this is fun, Matt. We don't often record on the same day because it's, it's Friday for both of us. <laughs> I talk so much, I'm coughing. But um, thank you for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please um, email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com, like our Facebook page. We used to talk about this at work. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at we used to talk pod. Next week, join us um, with our cousin Josh when we discuss the 2021 Eric Bana thriller, The Dry. And like always, I don't know if this is a good episode. I don't know if this is a bad episode. But whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.